Welcome everybody to the next episode of the Cannabis Review. I'm delighted to be joined on this episode by Benjamin Alexandre Jeanois, who is the CEO of Augur Associates over in Paris and France. And to the topic of today is going to be an overview of the French cannabis industry. Benjamin, how are you keeping today? I'm doing very fine. Thank you very much. Uh, it's a great coming back to work after uh, a little bit of a break uh, during, uh, during Christmas. So it's great to be back. Yeah, there's always you're either chomping at the bit to get back from work after that break, or it takes you another week or two to get yourself <laughs> into gear. You're either one of those two people. So let's jump straight into things. Can you ever give everybody maybe a quick little overview of how you got into the cannabis industry and uh, Augur Associates and the, the services you guys provide? Yeah, so I've been working for the past 10 years in drug policy. I started working at the UN, uh, especially for UNODC, the Office for Drugs and Crime in Central America and Southeast Asia. And I came back to France about seven years ago to work more on the civil society side of drug policy and more on the influence and, and lobbying aspect of it. And um, one thing leading to another uh, with my current partner, Aurélien, uh, we co-created the Professional Hemp Union uh, about three years ago, uh, which gathered for the first time professionals from the CBD and medical cannabis sector in France. So very burgeoning markets, both of them. Um, so it was the first uh, professional representation in order to have a united front to talk with um, legislators and, 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 and elected officials and the administration. Um, managed the uh, union for about a year. We produced uh, several groundbreaking white papers that helped shape uh, both markets regulations uh, in the year afters. And uh, about three years ago, we started to create Augur Associates uh, in the, um, uh, the, we needed to find a, a new way to accompany the development of those ecosystems. And so the idea was really to create a highly specialized group uh, that was uh, um, uh, open to, to support companies from France and from abroad that wanted to do uh, business in CBD, in medical cannabis market. We do also a lot of uh, industrial hemp projects. Um, so now we work in France a lot, but because of COVID, uh, we started working a lot in other countries. And so now we have, uh, we're heading projects a little bit of everywhere uh, in the world. Uh, so it's been a fantastic ride uh, since then. Amazing. Yeah, you guys seem to be at the central focal point of the French industry. I kind of wanted to bring you on to give everybody a little clarity on the French cannabis industry. So we had in November 2020, the Court of Justice of the European Union confirmed CBD was a narcotic. Then we had in November 2021, which is last year, a legal firm called Latham & Watkins with a lawyer, Evelyn von K. Mullen won a court case that basically solidified that you could have 0.03% in your CBD and you could use the whole plant to process oils and to use for tinctures. But then separately, CBD flour has been banned for sale. Have I summarized that correctly for where we are at the moment? So mostly, and, and uh, David is sometimes in the, in the, in the details, um, the, the 0.3% is not directly coming from the cannabis case, but more in the ongoing discussions at the reform for the 
agricultural common policy from the EU that's re-raised the, the bar at 0.3%, which it was prior to uh, the end of the 90s, where upon you know lobbying efforts from the agricultural French, actually, we lowered down at 0.2%. Um, uh, interesting to know that it's not so much of a norm, but rather uh, um, a limitation upon which farmers can receive subsidiaries from that agricultural common policy. So it's a little bit of, of this. And on, on, on the other side, um, uh, flowers is open to sell, but only on B2B. So the issues is direct to consumer sell. Okay, so how would they see that? <laughs> How would that make sense then if B2B, also it's just the processing of flour, they're allowed to sell flour yeah. to each other. Okay, I get you. And we, I can under, you can understand that to a degree with the similarities with THC and CBD flour being almost identical and the police not being kind of informed enough to be able to know the difference between the two flowers. So do you see this? That's the, the, official, the official excuse, right? Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah. and behind that, behind that we, we do know it's a fallacy because it's not causing a problem in many other countries where they do have different markets and capacities for police forces to make the difference through very useful and easy, uh, you, you know, easy use uh, types of, of, of monitors and testing and, and testing kits. So um, the issue is a much more political ploy than, than, than that. You have to understand that the context right now, France is the one of the presidential campaign. Um, and so uh, everything is kind of tainted by, by this. And Macron for the past two years has uh, went into a direction uh, with his government in uh, making clear that they didn't want to uh, legalize flowers from the hemp market because it would give too much for them the impression that they're regulating legalizing cannabis. That's the real reason behind it. And do you see what well, we've seen over in Ireland here now, a number of the stores that are selling CBD flour have been targeted directly. And there's a couple of other people around Europe that we've talked to. It seems to be that the industry for selling CBD flour will only be able to flourish when a recreational market is actually in place. Do you see that being the case? No, because I think it's already flourishing and it's, uh, you know, whatever governments want to try to do. Uh, and let's take the example of France. Uh, for the past three years, there's been, you know, up and downs of re of, of a repression against retailers, uh, mainly of CBD flowers, uh, with you know back and forth in that in that regard. So it's never been uh, what we call in France a long fleuve tranquille, a long tranquil river. Um, the 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 idea right now is that it's directly um, forbidden by the French government, but we a lot of people consider that it's uh, it's a contradiction to the European you know flow goods uh, of of commerce goods you know and so we 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 we're gonna we're gonna see a lot of movements in the legal aspect of it so I don't think there was there's a need right now or, or even if it's you know uh, Germany aside you know um, there isn't a lot of European countries that are moving into that direction of complete cannabis legalization. But we do see, you know, uh, a use and a commerce of hemp flowers a little bit of everywhere. So I, I, I do think that 
depending on the country regulation, the market is more or less open, but it's going to be existing. Because in France, even if very hypothetically, they stop selling flowers in every retail stores on the on the territory, they're still online marketplaces, you know, and it suffice to change your website to put it on another server in another country, and you're good to go. Um, so there's a lot of, you know, contradictions and issues with the new regulation. And my take is that it's not going to hold, but it might take, you know, a couple of years still to get a proper regulation back in France. Okay, so you see the European ruling within time being the de facto ruling across all the European nations and the governments will just have to abide by it because we can see a number of different court cases from flower sellers happening all across Europe. So the argument isn't going to be able to withstand, you think, over a long period of time? Well, I, I, you know, I come from drug policies and drug policies, when you look at the science, look at the data, you know that prohibition, you know, whatever the substance, usually don't work and creates, you know, unfathomable negative consequences that are much more harmful than the, than the products in itself. And so there is a sense of denying reality, you know, these products exist, the use of these products exist. And if we take the flat, the, the flower, it haven't, you know, flat have flowers, it even have, you know, very, very strong, you know, um, helpful capacities in order to substitute more harmful products to uh, this one. Uh, so we can consider that, you know, the wave is going to move forward at which speed and what is going to be the tempo is going to change depending of each countries. But I do think indeed that there's no way around it. You know, uh, if the market is not properly legally regulated, it's going to be taken by the black market and black market don't care about quality products, don't care about, you know, which age they're selling their products to. Um, and obviously there's no taxes and, and, and all that. So it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a question about just recognizing reality and how can we reduce the harm of potential harmful products to the maximum and, and not denying that, you know, those products and their usage exist. Yeah, couldn't agree with you more on that. I want to jump on to the second topic that I want to talk to you about, which is the cutting edge of cannabis. So from the people that I've talked to so far, you can kind of start to paint a picture that Malt are becoming one of the leaders. They've got an enterprise board that have a million euro tech fund for the cannabis industry. Denmark have their ornamental flower industry, which gets backed by the government. Germany, I have no doubt, are renowned entrepreneurs. And with the recent news, we'll have a, a number of different cutting edge technologies. Who do you see as the kind of the foremost experts in Europe when it comes to this uh, cutting edge technology in cannabis? And is there a specific company or two that you think everybody should keep an eye on? I think it's a really good question. I think the, the sad truth, I think, is Europe is lagging behind a lot in comparison to, you know, what's going on in the US and Canada and especially in Israel in terms of, you know, R&D and, and Canatech development. Uh, I think we're lagging behind a lot. So it's very hard to find, you know, and I think it's a great news because it means that the leader spot in that domain is yet to be taken. So it's up to the government that will put in place the sufficient and proper regulation in order to foster uh, proper, you know, R&D and entrepreneurship into these uh, markets. I think Denmark is doing great things on the medical side. I think Germany is going to be, you know, the central actor and the norm maker for uh, many of the 
you know, the, the, the markets, medical and social use. Uh, I think in, in both of things, they're going to be, uh, become the leader. Um, I think the UK has a vibrant uh, ecosystem uh, that is, you know, you know, more or less uh, being helped by their own national regulations. Um, I think it's an interesting, you know, uh, market to explore. I think there's great research that is being done in Spain right now. Uh, I think it's one of the, the country to look at it for, you know, clinical and, and, and observational studies of interest. Um, and hopefully, uh, you know, we'll have things in France. You know, we have great people working on genetics, uh, manipulation, and I think it's uh, one of the, the, the greatest, you know, um, uh, frontier that we're going to have in order to have personalized medicine in cannabis, which is, I think, the way to go forward. Um, so, yeah, I think it's an exciting time. And I think the, the competition is only it's only starting. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I think Israel are the tip of the spear at the moment when it comes to the R&D in this sector. And uh, Europe has a lot to learn. But as I said, I think when Europe does get going, I think we're going to put on uh, turbo skates and we'll uh, catch up fairly quickly, if not exceed some of the territories already mentioned. I hope Ireland becomes one of the dominant players like we are in Europe, where we're the stepping stone between North America and Europe for a lot of services and uh, various other segments of the industry but i think it's an exciting 2022 we've got ahead for the year yeah i i agree i think you know working in cannabis is never tranquil it's always new things happening and so it helps build resilience which i think is the number one quality that you need to have to work into that 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 those markets uh but it's 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 incredible because we're we're making as we're building as we're making it you know it's it's always creating new things each client that we work with it's kind of a new uh, challenge uh, and a different service that we haven't reproduced or done before uh, and uh, hopefully we can help build uh, the ecosystem in order to have weight because today you know um, we're not you know, taken seriously by some governments because it's still a fairly small industries. Um, so we we see the the growth behind it. So we're in in you know we're quite certain that the balance will shift, and we're trying to move that shift as soon as possible. Amazing. Well, we just come up to our 15 minutes. I've been looking forward to talking to you a while, Benjamin, and it didn't disappoint. It was a clear and precise, informed conversation. So thank you very much for taking your time out of the day. For anybody who wants to know more about Agor Associates, you can see the website there. I highly recommend checking them out. Uh, and if you're a big European uh, business, you should be given get in contact with them. So, Benjamin, you have a great rest of your day, and hopefully we can talk in a couple of months and see where France is at. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure exchanging with you and I look forward in watching the new shows. Thank you so much and bye-bye, Ariel. Cheers, everybody. Bye-bye.